From the Y'all Show newsroom, here's the Y'all Show political recap of election 2018. I'm John Rawl. <laughs> Sound kind of serious there, don't we? Hello, welcome to the Y'all Show. Yes, we have election results from throughout the country, from throughout the region, as voters went in record numbers for a midterm on Tuesday and cast their vote. And so, so, some surprises... If you're a Democrat, you're smiling today. If you're a Republican, you have a, I won't say a smile on your face, but a slight a slight grin, perhaps. A lot of statewide races that we're going to tell you about. New governors in the South. We also have a couple of ballot measures that were passed in states like Arkansas and Florida, some of which could be a big deal in a couple of years when you have the presidential election of 2020. We'll have all that here on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Hello, welcome into the show. Our number is 803-816-1170. And if you are happy today, we want to hear from you. If you're sad, we want to help you out. 803-816-1170. You can text us and you can go to our website, y'all.com, for all the y'all goodness that you need. Archives of past shows, archives of today's show. Our email address, our phone number, it's all right there, Y'all. Dot com. Later this hour, we'll look at some other headlines going on across the, the region besides politics. Also, we'll switch over before the hour ends and talk about the Atlantic Coast Conference as the ACC has the biggest college football game on the schedule this weekend. As The Clemson Tigers, the number two team in the land, they have a pretty tough road contest at Boston College on Saturday. ESPN's College Game Day will be in Chestnut Hill And we'll hear from the head coaches of Clemson and Boston College. Plus, we'll hear the leader of the Coastal Division of the ACC, and that would be Coach Narduzzi of the Pitt Panthers. We have all that coming up. Plus, last night, college basketball began, and boy, did the ACC's Duke Blue Devils look really good in their game against the Kentucky Wildcats. So we'll talk about some hoops, all of that. Plus, we'll break down this weekend's schedule for the ACC on the gridiron. All that coming up later this hour of the Y'all Show. When we switch over to Hour 2, we'll have hashtag hullabaloo. We've got some fun stuff that some of it ties into politics. So you'll want to stick around for a good laugh. And then Precious Harris will be dropping by with her report from Music Row in Nashville. And she's got info on all kinds of country music goodness, including Carrie Underwood, Brad Paisley, getting set to host the CMA Awards next week. We'll tell you some info on that. She's got her early prediction on some winners for the CMAs. And sadly, we lost a country music singer from the 1970s last week in Nashville. We'll tell you about the passage of Dave and Sugar's lead singer. All that coming up here on the Y'all Show today. You don't want to miss it. Now, let's get into election 2018. And aren't we glad that this is sort of kind of over? (laughs) Now, depending on where you are, the 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 agony may continue. Mississippi's going to have a runoff for Senate, and I don't know what's going to happen in Georgia with their governor's race. However, here is the y'all shows Jr. giving his two pesos of opinion on what happened yesterday. If you're a Democrat, as I said earlier, you ought to be smiling. You this was a midterm, and I don't know about you, but when I was in school, a midterm often meant you got a grade. You got a some kind of thing to have to show your parents, and they have to sign off on it, <laughs> a report card. 
I would give the Democrats, based on what I saw yesterday, a B plus. It was a pretty good day. If for no other reason, you had to have a victory. Democrats were 0-3. They were not in charge of the White House, the, Re- the Republican-controlled Senate, and then you had the House of Representatives. They were 0-3. They won back control of the House yesterday. So that is an encouraging sign if you are a Democrat. And they won it pretty convincingly. As, as we know from the data coming in, it looks like the suburbs went big time for Democrats across the country. Even in the South, I'm going to tell you about some surprises in our southern states in the suburbs that really are kind of head-scratching. That A few, not mostly it was not surprising in the South, but we did have a few surprises. We'll, we'll tell you about that in just a few minutes. But overall, the Democrats needed this win, and they got it. So kudos to Nancy Pelosi on that feat, and people like Jim Clyburn of South Carolina, who's been in Congress a long time. I don't know what he does, but yeah, he's been there for a long time. And it's a good thing if you're a Democrat or you're not a fan of the president because because the Dems will now have a part of the Congress that they control and the subpoena power that comes with it. You, you would have to think they would have a checks and balances more than they've had before over the White House. Now to Republicans. You lose... So you don't get a B plus, but you do get a B minus. This was a okay day for for Republicans. Remember, they increased their lead in the U.S. Senate. They were able to get big victories in states like Tennessee. They did not win in West Virginia. Joe, Joe Manchin won that. That was a little surprising that West Virginia did go for him, despite the fact that President Trump went in there on multiple occasions campaigning. Manchin, who is a popular guy, and remember, he did vote for Justice Kavanaugh. He waited till the last second, but he did come through with a vote. And he retains the Senate seat for West Virginia as a Democrat. Now, Joe, if if you were smart, I'd switch to Republican at some point. Because he kind of is a Republican light, let's be honest. Okay, so we had... Senate races across the South that, for the most part, went to the Southern Senator. In Florida, Rick Scott, although this is a close contest, he's already declared victory over Senator Nelson in the state of Florida. So that was a big win in that state. So you saw the Republican, I think they call it a wall, a red wall, stop a large portion of Democrats with the thought process that they could win both the House and the Senate. In Texas, Ted Cruz held on. Beto O'Rourke thought with all the money that he had behind him that he could somehow prevail in the Lone Star State. It did not happen. Ted Cruz will be back on Washington, in Washington and on the beat, on the warpath for conservatism thanks to a win in Texas. The question is, how much longer is Texas going to stay a red state? They did elect re-elect the governor there last night. They got the two senators and a governor, all Republicans in the state of Texas, but it's a shifting state for sure. But as again, I said, the Democrats, you'll give them the upper hand. They, they won when they could have lost. And, and imagine how demoralizing it would have been to have lost in the House if you were a Democrat last night. But they, they win. Give them credit. Now, how is this going to affect our country? 
it can go a couple of ways. Nobody really knows for sure. I'm just going to throw out my personal opinion. President Trump should be humbled by the fact that, that he lost the House last night. The, the Republicans lost the House. Now, I follow the president closely. I, I like him. I support him. But he's not perfect. And he's his own worst enemy in a lot of ways. I'm not blaming the House loss on President Trump. He didn't really get in the weeds and go try to support Republican congressional candidates in the suburbs, at least, anywhere that I'm aware of. There were so many retirements by incumbents, the people that could have been incumbents on the Republican side, that they were really swimming upstream to hold on. Now, if you know anything about politics, oftentimes the norm is you do lose control over one of the two houses and sometimes both houses if you are the party that's in the White House. That's just the way it is. And Republicans had a large number of retirements or people like Marsha Blackburn that quit her seat to go run for Senate. You had Diane Black in Tennessee who left her seat in the Nashville suburbs to go run for governor of Tennessee, of which she lost in the primary to Bill Lee. Big win for him last night over Carl Dean in the state of Tennessee. So I think this should be, and I say in air quotes, should be a positive for President Trump because one thing, one of two things are likely to happen. One, he's going to start getting along with Pelosi and the House Democrats to some degree. And maybe he'll give in on some of their stuff, whatever that might be. Maybe there can be collusion <laughs> between the House and the White House, and, and he'll get the Senate to go along on some stuff. Give them some sense of accomplishment. Or now President Trump has a very clear and present danger on that side of the Capitol. And he'll go after them nonstop. And they'll, go be, they'll be going after him nonstop. Now, most people would probably say that's probably what's going to happen. You just can't see these two getting along. Now, we already know that President Trump has called Nancy Pelosi to congratulate the Dems on taking back the House. Symbolic, perhaps, but still took some machismo of, of the president to call Nancy Pelosi late after the election to do that. He didn't have to do that, but he did it. But I still think, if nothing else, this will galvanize supporters of the president because I really believe Nancy Pelosi alone was the reason the Republicans took back control of the House in 2010 and, in, and kept it in 2014 and 12 and 16. She is loathed by people in the South. She's loathed by women. The, I don't know what it is about her, but that people just don't like her. And the only reason she is a force on Capitol Hill is because she has the control, not of the Democrats, but the California Democrats. They listen to her. And California is such a power in the U.S. House of Representatives with so many seats. That's why she is who she is. And if she were smart, she would not be seeking to be Speaker of the House. She would want it to be, to quote a liberal word they love to use, someone more diverse, someone more inclusive. I don't know if that will happen. We'll find out. But still, don't want to take anything away from the Democrats. 
big win. Now, U.S. Senate-wise, we know that the GOP wins that, just over 50 seats at least. That number could rise. Still some states out there that people are looking at with Montana and Arizona. In the South, as we said, Florida looks like it will be a Republican win for Rick Scott. And that was great because President Trump went to Florida on more than one occasion in the last couple of days to campaign and throw out his support for the governor of Florida, who will now become senator if this election holds away. We expect Mississippi, you had Roger Wicker reelected as senator, but also you're going to have a runoff and a little surprise for me as Senator Smith, she's going to go to a runoff against Mike Espy, who at one time was the U.S. Secretary of Agriculture during the Bill Clinton presidency. Chris McDaniel, who I really thought would be in that runoff, he didn't make it. Very, very bad numbers for this state senator and so he he will not make it. It'll be a runoff in a couple of weeks between Espy and Cindy Smith there in the state of Mississippi. Again, Ted Cruz holds on. Big win for him. And Marsha Blackburn becomes the first female senator from the state of Tennessee. A big win, a very convincing win for this Franklin, Tennessee congresswoman who now becomes the senator for Tennessee. Now, let's look at the U.S. House results and... As we said, it was a it was it was a very small but successful blue wave for U.S. House races across the country. Now, looking at the South, Virginia continues to go more and more blue. We saw a couple of incumbents go down in the state of Virginia. As Comstock, the sitting congresswoman from Northern Virginia, she lost her race in convincing form. She lost like fifty-six to forty-three to Wexton there in the D.C. suburbs. And then another surprise, as Dave Bratt, the sitting congressman Republican from the Richmond suburbs, he loses his race to Spanberger, 50-48. to 48. And remember, Bratt was the guy that several years ago came out of nowhere as he defeated one of the real darlings of the Republicans at the time, Eric Cantor from Virginia. And now Dave Bratt goes out, down in defeat in the Commonwealth on Tuesday. And a big surprise from the state of South Carolina as a lady there named Katie Arrington defeated former governor and current congressman from the Charleston area, Mark Sanford, in a primary. And then she got in that awful wreck. Remember, we've told you about it. She should have maybe possibly died. It was such a horrible accident. Someone did die in the in the accident. Well, she survived, thankfully, and she got in a very historically Republican district, she was defeated yesterday to a Democrat named Cunningham in the Charleston area. So that was a switch there from red to blue along the coast of South Carolina. Now to Georgia. And remember Tom Price? He took over a role in the Trump administration and left his Congress seat there in the North Atlanta suburbs in Roswell and such, Alpharetta. Well, Karen Handel won a big special election in 2017 after he left and she went down in flames to a woman named Macbeth in Tuesday's race so a democratic pickup there in the peach state and that what should have been a republican hold but it did not happen and then a very surprising race in Oklahoma City as the longtime incumbent Russell in the Oklahoma City suburbs he loses to a democrat named Horn and now there's going to be some blue in the state of Oklahoma, a state that hardly ever has any blue. I know in past elections for president, 
Not one single county in the state of Oklahoma went for a Democrat. It's solid, solid red. By the way, Arkansas right now currently has all Republican congressmen serving in that state. And a lot of red still throughout the South, no, no question about it. But Democrats did pick up a few places in the South, and those other places in the North and out West were enough to get them over the threshold, and they take over the U.S. House starting with the new term in 2019. Now, governor's races in the South, in Florida, big ups, but big, I will call it an upset, as Ron DeSantis gets the win over Andrew Gillum. Most people thought Gillum would win that and become the first black governor of Florida. Didn't happen. In Georgia right now, it appears that Brian Kemp is the winner, but Stacey Abrams is not conceding. That's going to get ugly more than likely. It's been an ugly race, but I think the Republicans will hold on to Georgia's governor's seat, so a win there. Henry McMaster won in South Carolina easily. The Democrats said, well, what are we get, what's it going to take to ever win this? Because they put up a pretty good candidate, a veteran and a sharp guy, James Smith, I think, I think is his name, but McMaster wins in South Carolina. Now to the state of Tennessee. We already told you that in that state, Bill Lee, a real newcomer, never has held political office. He defeated Carl Dean easily. He won by almost 20 points in Tennessee on Tuesday. So a big win there. Republicans hold on in Arkansas. Also, they were able to hold on in Texas on Tuesday. And so Republicans still have a pretty good grasp of the South when it comes to governor's races and such. So again, recapping, a good day if you're a Democrat and an okay day if you're a Republican. That's the best way I can sum it up. So if you were very upset, no reason to be that upset if you're a Republican. I think just like Trump said before the election, if the U.S. House goes down in flames, he'll just figure it out. That's what he said. And if you're a Democrat, you're excited that you've got some real power now and you can really harass the heck out of the White House and perhaps get that back in now less than two years is the 2020 race. When we come back, we're going to keep talking politics. We've got some statewide ballot measures to tell you about from throughout the region. And then before we leave this hour, we'll have an ACC blast. Some good stuff coming from the Atlantic Coast Conference. This is the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. This car I'm driving, I overpaid big time. It was such a mistake. I should have just gone to Carfax.com, but I went to some other site. They gave me a price range? Oh, they were way off. Son of a... Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report, so you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <laughs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. 
And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Wherever you are this giving season, there's no better way to say Happy Holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Or give a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars full of unforgettable pictures. So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY. down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play pretty good. Welcome back to y'all talk with a Southern accent with John Rawl. As we continue to look at election 2018, the midterms are finally over. And perhaps your television can be cut back on and you won't be inundated with crazy commercials. I know I'm excited about that. And now these commercials have taken over social media. I can't go onto YouTube without seeing political commercials. And I get on Twitter and Facebook and such. And <laughs> Okay, I like politics. I just don't like it that much. I bet you most of you feel exactly the same way. All right, well, we've already covered the House and Senate races and some governor's races from throughout the region. Now let's talk about some ballot measures and other news that happened from Tuesday's big election. Kim Davis, remember this woman in Kentucky with Rowan County, Kentucky, where Moorhead, Kentucky is? She lost her race to be the Rowan County clerk on Tuesday. Remember, she was the woman in 2015 who refused to sign gay marriage licenses in the state of Kentucky. Well, she lost her re-election bid to be the Kentucky clerk there, the Rowan County clerk, and she lost to Democrat Elwood Caudill Jr. Davis was defeated 54 to 46% in this four-year term, and so she will go down in flames. She even went to prison for her belief, kind of became a conservative darling there for a while. But Kim Davis losing her seat there in Rowan County and will no longer be serving as the Rowan County Clerk. Alabama has passed a measure, and it is an anti-abortion amendment. And voters on Tuesday, with an 82% reporting at the time of this show today, 60% of Alabamians voted in favor of Amendment 2. The amendment recognizes the rights of the unborn and ensures state funds will not go to funding abortion care. The amendment was written by Representative Mike Friday of Montevallo and sponsored by the Alliance for a Pro-Life Alabama. Planned Parenthood donated $1.38 million to Alabama for healthy families who opposed the amendment. But Alabama voters deciding to put an amendment through of anti-abortion in the Yellowhammer state. Now to Arkansas, they had a couple of different ballot measures before them. And it appears that all three have gone in favor 
of the measure as these measures included issue two, which was a voter ID law, and it adds as a qualification to vote that a voter present that a voter presents certain valid photographic identification when casting a ballot in person or casting an absentee ballot. So starting in the future in Arkansas, you better have a photo ID when you want to vote. They also passed Casino Gaming, Issue 4, and this asked voters to add a section to the Arkansas Constitution to authorize four casinos to operate in the state, one each in Crittenden, Garland, Pope, and Jefferson counties. That could be damaging news to Mississippi and northwest Louisiana, where Bossier City is, where they have some casinos there. Maybe a loss of money coming in from Arkansas if these casinos materialize. Also, Issue 5, a minimum wage measure, measure passed, and this was an initiated act to increase the minimum wage in Arkansas from eight fifty to nine twenty five per hour on January 1st, 2019, then to $10 per hour on January 1st, 2020, and then $11 per hour starting on January 1st, 2021. So minimum wage hike, the voters at least passing it in these ballot measures on Tuesday. In Florida, this could have national implications as voters there in a big way went for Amendment 4, and this restores ex-felons voting rights in the Sunshine State. And, of course, you got a lot of people who've been serving sentences and, and have felonies. This does not apply to murder or sex offenders. They will not have their rights to vote restored. But based on a 2016 estimate, this could affect more than a million people in Florida, giving them the right to vote. Of course, a lot of felons currently on the rolls are black, and this could affect future races in Florida by giving more black voters who typically vote Democrat. But that measure there in Florida, Amendment 4, goes forward. Louisiana has voted to end non-unanimous jury verdicts. I remember we talked about this on the show a few weeks back, and this constitutional amendment, which passed, ends the non-unanimous jury verdicts and a victory for a rare alliance of conservative and progressive organizations that got behind the measure to end a practice with roots in post-Civil War racism. This amendment takes first on January 1st, 2019, and it will let now leave Oregon as the only other state allowing split verdicts, and it reverses a Jim Crow-era practice that made it easier to imprison non-whites by allowing as few as 10 members of a 12-member jury to convict defendants in felony cases not involving death sentences. A little weird, because if you're not from Louisiana, you're not even, you've never heard of such a thing. You've got to be found guilty. You've got to be unanimous. Well, they've had this law on the books a long time in the Pelican State, but no longer starting in January. You have to have a unanimous verdict to be sentenced to a felony. Now, getting away from politics, but a great way to segue, a woman in South Carolina yesterday called 911 after waiting outside her polling place for 45 minutes to get help because she's disabled. And Sally Hannabrink in Anderson, South Carolina, said that she can't walk inside her polling place at a church in Anderson, and she can't walk on the gravel or grass where vehicles have to park. She said she tried to flag down poll workers, and then she ended up calling Anderson County's election hotline before calling 911. Poll workers came out after she made her call, and it appears that they were 
busy helping other voters and couldn't help this lady. But yeah, she called 911 because she couldn't in, get into the poll and vote. And I saw some video, it could have been an old video, but I think it was from yesterday, of a person in New York City, I think it was, who went in and voted and then died, literally died within an hour or so after casting their vote. It was a very elderly person, but they they made their vote and then they died, which happens, I'm sure, every time. But I I think this was kind of very historic because this person was like on their deathbed anyway but they got out went and voted and then and then died in new york i think that happened yesterday unfortunately a death from nashville is a former co-worker of mine keith bilbury is a member of the grand Ole opry broadcast on wsm radio a big time country music personality been on gac rfd tv keith bilbury he does a good job his son unfortunately was killed earlier this week in Nashville, and his son, Mark A. Bilbury, age 39. A bad storm came through Middle Tennessee, and it created flash flooding, and Mark Bilbury's Subaru Forester slammed into a concrete support column for an I-40 overpass and died at the scene. So condolences to Keith Bilbury and his family on the loss of his son in Nashville, Tennessee. This is something that happened Monday that it got lost in the weeds because of all the election stuff. But the Girl Scouts of the United States of America filed a trademark infringement lawsuit on Monday against the Boy Scouts of America for dropping the word boy from its flagship program in an effort to attract girls. Uh, First of all, I didn't know that the Boy Scouts did this. And so I say to the Girl Scouts, go for it. And, And I'm an Eagle Scout. I am embarrassed by what the Boy Scouts have done. I'm ashamed of the Boy Scouts. I would no longer want to be a part of the Boy Scouts because of their complete idiotic decision-making as an organization by, how can a girl be a Boy Scout? I'm sorry, it just doesn't make sense. And now they're letting girls become Eagle Scouts. But the Boy Scouts announced it would change its name to Scouts BSA in February, and the Girl Scouts aren't happy about it, and they are suing. So I say, go Girl Scouts. Yes. The best states to find a job list just came out. And this comes to us from WalletHub, and the best states to find a job, number one was the state of Washington, followed by Colorado, Minnesota, Utah, New Hampshire. Hey, Tennessee comes in at number six. Way to go, South. You got a state at number six. Other southern states, Florida is at number nine for the best state to find a job in. Texas is 10, followed by in the South, Virginia at 18. Maryland is 19. Moving on down the list, Georgia comes in at number 30. And I don't see a lot of southern states. They must be making up the bottom, unfortunately. Missouri is 36. The state of South Carolina is number 38 on the states that best states to find a job in. Arkansas is number 40. North Carolina, 42. Alabama, 45. Louisiana, 47. Kentucky, 48. Mississippi, 49. And West Virginia comes in at number 50 on the best state to get a job in. Again, from WalletHub. And finally, hey, speaking of business, And maybe you could get a job here at Bojangles. Unfortunately, Bojangles, which I love, based in Charlotte, North Carolina, they've got locations as far west as Dixon, Tennessee. And down in Alabama, they've made a big push, but they're all over Georgia and the Carolinas and other states in the south. But Bojangles this week sold to a pair of New York investment firms. And it was announced this week that they had an all-cash deal by Dura National Capital Management, LP, and the Jordan Company, LP. And this deal has to be approved by shareholders. 
uh, but it's expected to close in the first quarter of the fiscal year 2019. And Bojangle said when it closes, it will remain as an independent, privately held company and keep its Charlotte headquarters. Bojangles, which started in Charlotte in 1977, has been beset with a number of challenges since going public in 2015. This summer, Bojangles said its quarterly profit fell more than 41%. But I'm a big fan of Bojangles. I love their fries, and I like their chicken, too. But Bojangles now selling out to Yankees, Yankee Firm, New York. Come on, Bojangles. But now we'll, we'll see what happens there. They need, they need some financial help. They'll be happy to take that Wall Street money no matter what to stay afloat. Well, that will wrap up our looking across the political landscape of the South and other headlines from the region. When we come back, we will talk about the Atlantic Coast Conference, both basketball and football. This is the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. At Ulta Beauty, the holidays are all about letting your inner glam shine through at every occasion. So whether you're getting ready to show them who's boss at the office party with pink and berry shades from Urban Decay's new Naked Cherry Palette, or you're getting ready for a mistletoe moment with colorful, kissable lip kits from brands like Tarte, ColourPop, and Anastasia, Ulta Beauty is here to help you shine brighter all season long, from Friendsgiving to New Year's Eve. Get ready to gift. Get ready to glam. Get ready to shine brighter. Only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. The natural habitat of a creepy doll is a horror movie. It can't help being creepy. It's that small, fixed smile and those never-closing eyes, always watching you, plotting, which you're imagining. It's mindless. But when the creepy doll hears that Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them easy access to emergency roadside service through an award-winning app, it knows you should switch. Because, yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. The only question is, how did the creepy doll move from the bedroom to the hallway? I would get out of the house. And welcome back to Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. And yes, that the fight song of the Duke Blue Devils. And we're not playing that because of Duke's football team, which is, to their credit, having a ho-hum year. David Cutcliffe continues to work wonders in Durham. But no, that's because of Duke's basketball team. As the number four Blue Devils started the 2018-19 season, as many teams did last night, and they whooped the Kentucky Wildcats Get this, they won 118 to 84. And they were propelled by their rookie, their freshman from Spartanburg, South Carolina, Zion Williamson. He had 28 points for the Blue Devils and a huge win for them to start in the State Farm Champions Classic that played in Indianapolis. But on the hard court, the Devils getting the win over the Cats in convincing form. Other ACC scores from the opening night. Virginia walloped the Towson Tigers, 73-42. North Carolina avenged the loss last year at home to Wofford as the Tar Heels went to Spartanburg, South Carolina, and won at Wofford College, 78-67. The Syracuse Orange defeated Eastern Washington, 66-34. The Florida State Seminoles beat their rival Florida Gators in a game played in Tallahassee, 81-60. The Clemson Tigers got a very big scoring night against the Citadel Bulldogs, and they had 100 points. That, that was the first time they got to triple digits in a couple of years. And the Tigers at Little John win 180 
over the Military College of South Carolina. The Boston College Eagles defeated Milwaukee 73-53. to The Pitt Panthers took care of the Penguins from Youngstown State 69-53. to The Irish and Notre Dame defeated UIC 84-67. And the NC State Wolfpack 105 and Mount St. Mary's 55, a 50-point victory for the Pack. And that's the opening night of college basketball for the ACC and some some surprises there. I, I, I didn't know if North Carolina could win against Walford. They lost last year at home, but they did get the win in Spartanburg this year against those pesky Walford Terriers. Now to the sport of football. And looking back at last weekend in ACC action, the Pitt Panthers, man, they really surprised a lot of people when they went in midweek form and defeated the UVA Cavaliers 23-13. to And with that win, Pitt moved to the top of the Coastal Division. So some surprises coming from the Three Rivers. The Clemson Tigers destroyed Louisville 77-16 to in a big win there for the Tigers. Travis Etienne with 153 yards on the ground for the Tigers. The Syracuse Orange went to Tobacco Road and picked up a win against Wake Forest 41-24. The Wolfpack, they took care of business against Florida State 47-28. The Pack now 3-2 in the ACC. Boston College took care of business at Lane Stadium, 31-21 over the Virginia Tech Hokies. They've got a big game we'll tell you about here momentarily this weekend. The Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, they took care of business against the North Carolina Tar Heels, 38-28. The Hills now 1-5 in ACC play. And maybe one of the biggest wins of the weekend came from the Duke Blue Devils. They put on their traveling gear and went to Miami and came away with a 2012 victory over Mark Rick's team. The Canes now 2-3 and three in ACC play. They are certainly not performing like they did last year. And Duke now improves to 2-3 and three in football action. So that is what happened last week. Now to this week's schedule, and you've got some big games going on. The biggest game in college football is Clemson at Boston College. These two get together at 8 o'clock Eastern on ABC Saturday night at Alumni Stadium in Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. And Clemson comes in, of course, ranked number two. The Eagles are number 17. And they've done a great job there with with their program. It's been a couple of years getting better and better each and, each and every year. But I look forward to a big game. College game day will be in attendance there on Saturday. So you'll really get a, a feel for what's going on with the fighting Eagles of Doug Flutie fame. But, yeah, Clemson has a chance to go and and get a big win. But this is a trap game. Clemson really hasn't had too many trap games. I would call this a trap game. This is a tough place. And Coach Adazio will have his Eagles ready. And Dabo Sweener better have his Clemson Tiger team ready. We're going to hear from both of those coaches right now on the Y'all Show. We'll start off with the visitors first. Here's Dabo Sweeney at his press conference earlier this week in Tigertown, setting the stage for the showdown with B.C. I mean, we just do what we always do. I mean, we don't prepare any different. Uh, we really, I mean, we really don't. I mean, it's not – I mean, there's the same Monday practice that we had against Georgia Southern uh, yesterday. We don't, we don't do anything any different. Our, we, we try to create consistency in our preparation. Uh, we don't do anything different as coaches. You know, our schedule's not different. We uh, – I mean, we just go about our business and put our plan together uh, in a, with a daily routine. And, 
you know, just try to make that game the biggest game of the of the year. Every every week, we really do that. I know a lot of people say, "Well, that's coach speak." Well, it's coach speak because that's what you got to do to be successful and be consistent. So we work really hard at that, um, and uh, and and then we learn from it. You know, if you if you win or you lose, you you don't get too high, you don't get too low. You don't you know fans are really high or really low and, and we don't do that I mean we 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 just stay focused on on the on the task at hand and uh, our guys have really bought into that but just the consistency in our preparation so this is the biggest game of the year because it's the one we're playing uh, it just so happens after this one if you win they're gonna hand you a trophy so uh, that's pretty cool but last week was if we, last this isn't even bigger than last week uh, if we hadn't won that one then then this one, they don't hand you a trophy, you know, you, you know, so uh, they're all big. They're all big. And that's the mindset that we that we bring to it every single uh, week. And I'm proud of our team. I mean, I think this team, the focus and the leadership of this team has been pretty special because we've played a couple teams the last couple of weeks that that records, you know, aren't very good. Um, but but our guys have shown up and, and they've played to a standard. Uh, uh, and, and uh, you know, they take pride in their performance. And uh, so that's a, that's, a, that's a really good quality to, to this team. Clemson head football coach Dabo Sweeney as the Tigers and Boston College meet on Saturday night in Beantown. Now, Steve Adazio is now in his sixth year coaching BC, came to BC from Temple where he was the head coach there for two seasons. He's got a 51-46 and 46 head coaching record. And, man, he has a chance to make a statement with this game Saturday night against the Tigers. Here is his press conference, a little portion of what he had to say about the Clemson-Tiger game. He's excited, uh, obviously, uh, for a big game here in Chestnut Hill. It's a ESPN game day. Uh, we'll be here, and uh, it's only happened a couple times before. And uh, we'll bring a tremendous focus to our campus, to Boston College, to our program. Um, and those that's always a... Uh, a great honor and a great opportunity. Um, I expect the atmosphere here will be sensational. Um, you know, we'll be, we, we expect a full stadium and, and a crowd that's in their seats early and creating a great home field advantage, which I'm sure it will be. Um, we're facing an unbelievable challenge, uh, playing the number two team in the country in Clemson. I would honestly, candidly tell you that this may be the best team that I've seen in my career. It's certainly the best team I've seen since I've been at Boston College. Um, they're in the top five in almost every statistical category. They're sensational on both sides of the ball. They're explosive. They've got first-rounders all over the field. This is a legitimate, legitimate, big-time team. You know, Alabama won there, too, and that's the elite of college football right now by a long shot. So uh, it'll certainly be a a huge challenge for us, but we're looking forward to it and looking forward to the fact that we can play this game right here at home in Chestnut Hill. And that was the head coach of the Boston College Eagles on the Y'all Show with a little portion of his weekly press conference. Well, the Pitt Panthers are in control of the ACC Coastal Division right now, and we want to hear what the Panthers have to say about their lot and the Panthers this week. Welcome in the Virginia Tech Hokies. This will be a 3.30 Pitt time kickoff on ESPNU. And the head coach of the Panthers, Pat Narduzzi, spoke earlier this week. Let's go in and hear the fourth-year head coach now talking about this matchup. Uh, your identity's got to change, you know, weekly. I think, and 
uh, you know, you have to melt your offense and your defense to what the team is doing. And, you know, it's not going to just be a, um, you know, a smash mouth football game all the time. And, and sometimes you get to a point where uh, you can't do it, then what are you going to do? And we can't be handcuffed to say that's all we are. Um, you know, we're going to find a way to win a football game. And that was the goal Friday night is to find a way to win it and do what we need to do to win it. And then that's our goal this week. You know, offensively and defensively, they're working in rooms right now trying to figure out what we have to do to win this football game. It's different than last week. And, you know, Virginia game was different than the Duke and, and, and so forth. Mitch, I have to talk. One of those games you want a big crowd for and your weather should be good. I mean, how much is this one that having those fans there at Heinz Field can sort of help give you a, a home field advantage? Well, you know, you talk about standings. I mean, you could talk about standings all the time, and you know, maybe the fans should look at the standings and go, "Oh, you know, let's get to Heinz Field on Saturday." I think you know that's that's the key. And and I can tell you this, you know, for your kids, you know, for those seniors, they look at that. That makes them feel good. I mean, that that you know, twelfth man up there, all those those fans, you know, Heinz Field, and they were loud last game. You know, I don't know how many was there. I don't look at that. Don't really care. But I know our kids care, and I know that it'll make a huge difference um, if, if, if they get the support that they should uh, based on what they've done so far. And uh, they, you know, our kids you know, play with a lot of heart. You know, we know there's going to be a battle on Saturday afternoon, and, and uh, you know, it should be a beautiful day. Any final for Coach Lee? What's key to your better defensive play? Say it again? What's key to your better defensive play? What is key to the better defensive play? Focus. Maybe I mean just you know focus and you know we talk a lot about consistency and you know I said it after the game you know we need to stack you know a good you know game defensively on top of another one and same thing offensively you know you went from you know from the Duke game to Virginia game can we put them on top of each other and play great defense and I still don't think we played a complete game yet I mean um, it's still not what we want you know on all you know in all phases um, and we may not ever get it uh, but that's what we're striving for is perfection on you know in all three phases and. Uh, in the consistencies, what we need, but you know, I think it comes down to focus and, and playing disciplined football and doing your job, and not worry about doing somebody else's. I know that sounds cliche, but <laughs> all you have to do is watch the tape and go, "What are you doing? Have eye control. Stay on your guy. You know, read your keys. And when you do that, and you do the details right, you got a chance to, you know, to uh, be successful. And I think our kids were locked in and focused, you know, on both sides of the ball Saturday or Friday night, and and they got to be really locked in and focused, you know, for a good football team coming in here. Pitt Panthers head coach Pat Narduzzi speaking as his Panthers and the Virginia Tech Hokies face off on Saturday afternoon. Other ACC contest for the week. It all begins Thursday night as the Wake Forest Demon Deacons travel to Backer Road to Raleigh and they face off against the NC State Wolfpack in the ESPN game. That's a 7.30 kick from Carter Finley. Friday night, Louisville is at Syracuse, that game at the Carrier Dome. And then when we move to Saturday, the victory bells on the line as UNC takes on their neighbor Duke. Other games, Virginia hosts the Liberty Flames. Georgia Tech's got Miami coming to Bobby Dodd Stadium. And the Florida State Seminoles, they play at Notre Dame, number three in the country, and in that top four playoff teams right now. And that is a look at ACC football. We'll have SEC info coming your way on Thursday. Ryan Fowler of the game in Tuscaloosa, that's the sports station, and he does an incredible job of talking about the Crimson Tide, number one in the country. He'll be our special guest. You don't want to miss it. Well, that will wrap up Hour 1. When we come back in Hour 2, we'll have hashtag hullabaloo, and we'll have Precious Harris stopping by with a report from Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA. It'll be a lot of fun. Thanks again for listening to the Y'all Show. We'll be right back at you, y'all. Stay tuned.
This car I'm driving, I overpaid big time. It was such a f- mistake. I should have just gone to Carfax.com, but I went to some other site. They gave me a price range? Oh, they were way off. Son of a... Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report, so you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Wherever you are this giving season, there's no better way to say Happy Holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Or give a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars full of unforgettable pictures. So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY. It's the Y'all Show with John Rawl sifting through the ashes of election 2018. If you're tired of hearing about politics, well, we kind of have a really good hour for you lined up here. In just a few minutes, Precious Harris will be checking in from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. And she's got some information on Charlie Daniels, a benefit concert going on Sunday in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina for victims of Hurricane Florence. And a whole bunch of acts will be there at the Myrtle Beach Pelicans Baseball Stadium in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So she's got info on that. And we lost a country music singer. I won't call him a legend, but a fixture from the 1970s in country music died last week. And we'll tell you about that in our Nashville Music Spotlight coming up later this hour. Let me tell you how to get in touch with us. If you want to reach us, our number is 803-816-1170. And that's a number you can call anytime you want. And Texas, you can email us, y'allshow at y'all.com. Or go to our website, y'all at y'all.com. That's how you get it. It's just Y-A-L-L dot C-O-M, y'all.com. And actually, that has all the links that you need, including past shows, y'all.com. Well, again, we're kind of sort of tired of politics but we'll continue talking about it here just for a second because it's time for Hashtag Hullabaloo. Oh, yes. Play that music. Play that music, white boy, or whatever that song was from the 70s. Yeah, it's that time. And as much as we get tired of politics, there's been a trend in the last 
10, 20 years. Sadly, in this country known for democracy around the world, we kind of, in, in my opinion, and I think most would agree, we kind of created this thing called a democracy. And to be a true democracy, people have to vote. And we've seen, until this year, we've seen the trend going downward of participation in elections. So you got to give everybody credit. Give yourself a big old pat on the back, no matter what side of the aisle you're on. If you voted, if you did the early voting like I did, record numbers for voters who voted early in this 2018 midterm election. Remember, this was not a presidential race yesterday. So what a great job, America. Way to go, America. I salute you. Well, I'm really more concerned about our American South. That's what I'm really saluting. But if you're like me, and on Tuesday, if you got on social media, it it was kind of neat at first. But did you kind of get tired of seeing everybody put pictures of them with a little sticker on their lapel saying that they voted? Yeah, I I know it's kind of cool, and I know people like to do selfies. Now, I did like the one I got from Sammy Kershaw, country music singer, who we need to give Sammy some credit. He had some great songs. Cadillac style and Don't Go Near the Water and Vidalia and Some Things Are Meant to Be and all the other good stuff. Sammy Kershaw, he's one of my favorites. Well, I'm on with him on Twitter or maybe Facebook, and he put a picture of himself with his little sticker that he voted So that's good news, and I'm sure you have other celebrities that you may follow or or like them on Facebook. You saw them participating in Tuesday's election. Really good stuff. One gif that I found tied into this election came from a friend of mine in the Magnolia State, and it's a cartoon, and it's got three images, and it's kind of a passage of time type cartoon. First image I'm sorry, women, to gross you out here, but it's it's two guys with about 10 urinals in front of them. And it's obvious they're in the bathroom. And out of these 10 urinals, only one's being used by a guy. And the second guy is walking in the picture, but not in the process of downloading it, if you know what I mean. But there's like eight empty urinals. And this one guy who's downloading is really kind of at the far end off by himself and as a guy you don't normally go near other guys and if you if you don't have to when you go into the powder room but this funny gif that i saw from yesterday has this guy bypassing the other seven urinals that he could have easily stopped off at and he gets right up next to the guy who's busy downloading at his urinal and you see the back's turn to you, you only see their backs is there and again this is a cartoon this is not real photos no one went into a bathroom and did this that would have been rather creepy but so this one guy comes in and gets right next to the one guy who's in the process of, of taking care of business and then the final image shows the the guy that just shows up all of a sudden next to him turning toward him and he has the little bubble where you have words and it says I voted. (laughs) So he had to go out of his way to get next to this guy just to tell him that he voted. And that's kind of the attitude I was trying to relay if you were on social media Tuesday with all these people just, again, I'm not picking on you. It's good that you did vote. I guess people are trying to shame others into voting if you don't vote. If you don't participate, you really don't have an opinion. 
And I guess that's that was the attitude. Another political-related gif that I found prior to the election, so this may not mean as much to you, or maybe it means even more, but this one I thought was kind of creative, the writing on this. It's, it's a gif. It's got a bunch of words, and this is what the gif relays. It says, Obama played the race card. Hillary played the woman card. America played the Trump card. Well, certainly that was the case in 2016, but that was a pretty clever gif that I saw this week. Now, my friend Jay is very active on Facebook, and you, you have friends like this, very active, often sharing TMI, if you know what I mean. But I did find this gif that he put out this week rather funny, and it says, things men don't worry about. And I hope all this is G-rated, but the things that men don't worry about Underwear cuteness, amen to that. Dust ruffles, yeah, we, we're not worried about that. We're not worried about dust. We're not worried about a balanced diet, and we're not worried about a diet. That's pretty funny. And ladies, hopefully that will help you understand us, because we are not the same. We, we both may be human beings, but men and women are definitely different. I don't think you have to be a scientist to back that state, bold statement. That's a bold statement that I just gave here on the Y'all Show and hashtag Hubble. But that's not the only part of this GIF. Again, things men don't worry about, underwear, cuteness, dust ruffles, dust, balanced diet, and diet. Things men do worry about, things that men do worry about include, could I take that guy? <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's very important. We do stress out about that. Can we take that guy? Could I wrestle a bear? <laughs> I haven't worried about that too much. But oddly enough, I've heard of multiple people that have wrestled bears in their life, including Paul Bryant, legendary head football coach at Alabama. That's how he got the nickname Bear Bryant. It had to do with wrestling a bear in Arkansas. <laughs> Go figure. Another thing that men do worry about, is there an island of hot babes somewhere? <laughs> I have often wondered that, yes. The The problem is, if there's an island of hot babes, they ain't letting me on it. And they probably aren't letting most guys. They're having a good time. They don't need men if they're off on an island to themselves. The next thing that men do worry about, could I land a plane? Uh, yeah, I, I guess I've wondered. If I've been on a plane before and I've had to wonder if we're going to make it, yeah, sure. But the next part of that is even funnier. Could I land a plane? full of bears <laughs> no no I'd, and i said bears b-e-a-r-s not beers i would love to land a plane full of beers ice cold at that but no i i don't particularly worry about that one but i certainly worry about taking a guy out there's some guys before i would love to have taken out if given the chance but i wimped out i, I didn't do anything about it another gif this caught my eye rather funny it's got a guy just like me lonely guy sitting down by himself, a kind of a cartoon image of a roughly drawn guy. And it says, I just need to see a few more campaign ads, and then I think I'll be ready to make my final decision. Said no one ever. <laughs> yeah, that's one good thing now that the main election for 2018 is over. There may be some runoffs, depending on where you live. 
ridiculous how much advertising. And I guess I'm jealous because we have a show here that we welcome advertising. Hey, if you want to advertise on the Y'all Show, hook us up. Y'all.com. Our number, 803-816-1170. We'll cut you a deal. We'll make you a charter sponsor of the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Would love to have you. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to get to a lot of political advertising right now because most of them have sent out all of their checks. However, we got a presidential election now two years away, less than two years away. So that that could be good. Hey, President Trump and all you Democratic contenders, here's my website, y'all.com. Be happy to play your commercials. Our last GIF of the week has a sign that I, this is a real picture here this time. It's not a cartoon image. It says, why do we only rest in peace? Why don't we live in peace too? That's a very good statement, especially after all of the fisticuffs of an election. We need to be reminded of that right now. Let me repeat that. Why do we only rest in peace? Why don't we live in peace too? Amen to that. That's a good one. And that's not the picture I'm looking here is not from a church sign. We often see those really creative church signs around Dixie. This is not in front of a church that I can tell, at least. Appreciate whoever put that out on social media. Great stuff there. Well, that wraps up our hashtag hullabaloo here on this Wednesday edition of the Y'all Show. When we come back, we'll turn our attention to Nashville, Tennessee, Music Row, and Precious Harris will be by to tell us all about country music and more. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Stay with us. This car I'm driving, I overpaid big time. It was such a mistake. I should have just gone to Carfax.com, but I went to some other site. They gave me a price range? Oh, they were way off. Son of a... Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report, so you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Wherever you are this giving season, there's no better way to say happy holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Or give a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars full of unforgettable pictures. So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY. Yeah, yeah. 
sound of my future ex-wife singing right there, Carrie Underwood here on the Y'all Show with John Raw. Welcome back to this all-Southern show, and we have a great time. One thing on the Y'all Show, we just had a big election yesterday, and some of you win and some of you lose. And though if you're having the, the blues today because perhaps your night didn't go as well as you thought, well, that happens in politics. In sports, sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. But when we bring Precious Harris and our Nashville Music Report here on the Y'all Show each and every week, we never lose. Hello, Precious, make us feel good, won't you? I will. Well, I don't know if you're a Titans fan, you should feel real good. Oh, how about those Titans? I love them. I'm so glad we won. Well, big win in case you're not familiar. The Titans went to Jerry World and they won 28 to 14 Monday night football. And Precious, I'm sure you know this. What's their reward for winning at Dallas? They get a home game this Sunday against the New England Patriots. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's when you have to cross your fingers and cross your toes and say a little prayer. Yeah. But the Titans are four yeah, and four right now. Know. Four and four yeah. Titans. Good job, Marcus Mariota and and the boys who are making hits but not on Music Row, across Cumberland River over there at Nissan Stadium. We play that Carrie Underwood song for you, friends, because the CMA Awards are coming fast. They'll be next week, and it'll be on Wednesday, and they will be hosted by Brad Paisley and Carrie Underwood. And I know we're going to talk more next week about some of the nominees, but we better go ahead and give people a little tease in case they aren't able to tune in next week before Wednesday of next week, the 14th of November's broadcast any any early predictions from you precious well i uh i everybody said oh who do you think is going to get entertain you know entertainer of the year i'm like i cannot say that because i know most of them as they became uh you know nominated for these awards so anyway but uh i'm i'm i think they're going to be a couple of upsets a couple of yeah i'm not big surprised you know what i mean yeah uh uh, I think one of the biggest thing that's up in the air is the duo. Uh, uh, some of this talk around Music Row, the heavy contenders are uh, Dan and Shay, and of course FGLA. Uh, but you know, it'd be upset. But since they've had like the thirty-eight, had the number one song with BB Bexter for thirty-eight weeks on Billboard, um, they still have a pretty good chance of taking home the the trophy. You that know? song's still number one. Yep. That's that's insane. Yeah, it left. I think it left because Dan and Shay had uh, tequila for one week, and then it, I think it came back. Uh. I haven't looked at the charts, but I was just, uh, I just got an alert on my phone that you know the top twenty, and it was there. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, congratulations to Florida Georgia Line or whoever wrote that song. They certainly don't mind that being number one for that long. They make more money off the royalties, I guess. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, they get it's fixing to change. You know, make more money because. We really haven't had a raise for our songwriters since the late 40s, early 50s. So this Music Modernization Act, hopefully they'll get paid more than 10 cents a spin. Mm. <laughs> you know, but uh, but I do have some good news about some of the other uh, CMA people coming up that's been, you know, uh, CMA that's going to be together that is uh, nominated for awards and things like that. Well, I'm on the edge of my seat. Let it rip. Okay. Well, actually, it's from your home state. They're all some of them getting together this Saturday before the CMAs next Wednesday to do the benefit concert down there in Myrtle Beach. Uh, you got Love and Theft, and of course you got uh, Warner Brothers' new guy Michael Ray, 
you got Chase Bright, and of course you got uh, Big Machine's little golden girl, Carly Pierce, and then of course you got Carol, uh, South Carolina uh, Darius Record, which I was at his party a couple of weeks ago, and uh, they're going to be putting it on um, at the Pelicans Ballpark there in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, the Myrtle Beach Pelicans, a minor league baseball team, and this is a Hurricane Florence benefit concert going on on Sunday of this week. It's going to start at two o'clock. They are Myrtle Beach time. Yes, and uh, you can also text to the Red Cross. It is Red Cross uh, connected, and the text to text to Red Cross is nine zero nine nine nine. So ninety and then nine nine nine. Well, I think one of the hardest things is you know I have a really good friend and a former client that still I call him still calling my kid. His name is Brad Long. He's one of the star cast members of the Carolina Opry over there in North Myrtle Beach, and his house was completely just inundated with water eight feet of water he lost it so uh we i don't know how bad if they're going to have to do it but i know that they've had workers in there for the last month and a half turn out drywall Mm. but it looked like it was sitting in a lake i mean it looked like a mirror with the sun coming out you don't realize that there's a house it looks like a picture but then you realize oh my god that's a house on top of the lake or inside the lake it looked like but he said he's finding fish in places in his house you can't even imagine Again, this benefit this benefit concert is this Sunday, November 11th, Armistice Day. It starts at two o'clock at the Pelicans Ballpark in Myrtle Beach. You can get tickets at myrtlebeachpelicans.com/concert. And as Precious told us to donate, you can text Red Cross to nine zero nine nine nine. And the acts appearing there in Myrtle Beach in Oree County are Love and Theft, Michael Ray, Chase Bryant, Josh Phillips, Carly Pierce. And special guest, Darius Rucker, who will be coming up Highway 17 from Ravenel, South Carolina, which is his hometown. And he'll be making an appearance at this benefit concert there in Myrtle Beach. So that is a good thing. I haven't heard of any kind of concert in North Carolina. Have you heard anything for that area? For No, for- I haven't. Um, I was, I'm surprised because there's so many artists, you know, from North Carolina. But uh, I, I wish they would because, I mean just from the damage and just the catastrophic damage yeah. in North Carolina. And there's still people that are, you know, still don't have any place to live and they still got shelters set up. So I wish they would do one for North Carolina too. Yeah. You know, but, uh, I mean, you just can't imagine the damage. And I look back on YouTube, you know, we were all glued to the TV, but when you sit back and it's over with, you're like, wow, this is still going on. And here we, you know, thought it was through and done and it's not. Well, I want to ask you about one of the acts appearing in Myrtle Beach this weekend, Precious, and that would be Michael Ray and my favorite band. I'm going to give you a trivia question here in country music history. Precious, my favorite band in country music is fill in the blank. Take a guess. Oh, my gosh. I would say uh, Alabama. Well, they're pretty good, but my favorite band is actually Shenandoah. Oh, yeah, that's. Well, that should have been first. No, just no I mean, the most people. <laughs> well, I mean, Alabama's the easy guess. Yes. The, the, that's what most people would guess. Or perhaps someone like a Sawyer Brown, which Joe from that group is the only guy in, in all of music that I actually have a personal connection to, and it has nothing to do with music. Joe, the drummer for Joe Smith, the drummer for Sawyer Brown, or another good group out there that I like that isn't really together and hasn't been for a long time, is the Desert Rose Band. But no, I like Shenandoah, and they have a brand new music video that's out that features 
Michael Ray. What do you know about that, Precious? Well, I do know that Michael Ray, I mean, he always has said Shenandoah, this harmony is one of their, you know, one of the, one of their biggest, uh, he's one of their biggest fans. As a matter of fact, it's so strange. I've got three or four of my clients that when I ask them who their favorite band is, they say Shenandoah. And one of the kids, the biggest thing is, is uh, he's like, you know what? If I meet, if I get to meet Marty from Shenandoah, that's my bucket list. And he actually did get to meet him at Christmas for Kids last year. They were actually uh, there, you know, signing autographs for kids, things like that. But uh, uh, Michael Ray uh, had joined them on the video thing. I'd gotten a press release about it. Uh, But Michael Ray and Shenandoah are both uh, huge, huge traditional country fans. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but uh, anyway, but Michael Ray and Shenandoah, that's one one of the very first people he's ever opened up for. Well, they were together over the weekend at the Grand Ole Opry. I don't know if you saw that out on social media or not, but they're spending a lot of time together. And Remind people who Michael Ray is. I'm not really familiar with his music. Do you know any of his music that we can relate to? Yes. Actually, uh, it's so funny. Michael Ray was my client many, many years ago, um, and he came to town, and he had this great, wonderful talent, and ended up uh, – you know, getting hooked up and doing what he wanted to do. And then uh, he went back to Florida where he was living at the time, making the trips, you know, back and forth. And sometimes it's just really hard. So he ended up moving up here. Wow. So, uh, but he had written, uh, I had had him, I had set up, had him set up to write, with, you know, writers like Philip Douglas, who wrote, you know, uh, Working Man's PhD and Kiss This for Philip, uh, for uh, Aaron Chippen, mm-hmm. had Bernie Nelson who wrote Looking for America and Daddy Was the Cadillac Kind. And uh, we were talking, and his uh, keyboard player had asked me at the time, he said, what do you think about Michael doing uh, the star show? They were looking for John Rich was doing it. Um, and I said, I can't remember the name of the show now because there's so many of them. Uh, but I said, I think it would be a great idea. Anytime he could go there and garner fans, I said he actually has a really good chance of winning it, and he did. And uh, he won it. Him and John Rich became friends. John produced some sides on him and got him signed to Warner Brothers. And then uh, uh, one of my uh, one of my friends, uh, Michael White, actually wrote his first number one song. And then his second single to radio is what actually uh, gave him the Southern Boy charm. You know, because he's from Eustis, Florida, and it was uh, uh, "Real Men Love Jesus." And uh, and he's just been, you know, and of course. He, he, I love him, even if he couldn't sing, because he's a huge animal lover. And he's got a dog named Wrigley. He's, he's actually uh, doing a lot of charity work, and including Wrigley and making awareness of animal abuse and things like that, you know, to spot it, make sure you report it, help your local shelter. And, of course, everybody's talking about the sickening relationship of the kissy-poo of him and Carly Pierce. But I think it's – I love young love. I love it, you know. But every, you know, all their friends are teasing them that they're so much in love that it makes them sick. And they're like, yeah, right. And they'll be but showing that love off this weekend in Myrtle Beach as they're together on this benefit concert in Myrtle Beach, Michael Ray and Carly Pierce. By the way, Michael Ray, if you're not familiar, Precious just mentioned one of the songs he's famous for, Real Men Love Jesus. His biggest songs as far as charting are Kiss You in the Morning. That's the song that got him on the charts back in 2015. And his biggest song to date is Think a Little Less which went to number three two years ago. Michael Ray, he's been a gold-selling artist 
That doesn't happen all that often in today's world, Precious. Yeah, I know. And he's a, just a super, super nice guy. Um, like I said, I took him down to Florida when I met him, and I said, you got to go meet my friends at On Promo Only. So when I went to Florida to meet um, you know, his family and the people in his circle, mm-hmm. and I took him over to Castleberry and introduced him to the people that own Promo Only, so he already knew a lot of the things. He didn't realize there was a company there existed in Florida. But I sort of was like his teacher slash mentor in the beginning, but I'm sure glad he decided to come back to Nashville and not stay in Florida. He is from Eustace, Florida, which their motto, Precious, I like this. Their official motto of Eustace, Florida is America's hometown. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's it. It's teeny tiny, but it is America's hometown. And it's a great title to go along with this new music video that Shenandoah just released last week with Michael Ray appearing in it. And it's called That's Where I Grew Up. And it is the first music video by the band Shenandoah in more than 20 years. So Marty Rabin and Mike there, the drummer, great to see them back and making music. Now, Precious, I, I told you, they're my favorite band. I love them. But when I heard this music video was released last week, I went looking for it. And the only place it appears that you can watch it is at cmt.com. And evidently, my old employer, CMT, has some kind of deal where they have a platform for people to go watch music videos there, but you can't watch these at other places. What do you know about that? Okay. It's probably what they call a promotional uh, exclusivity for like 30 days or okay. 50 days. Once the 30 days is up, it's mainly to drive traffic so they can count the numbers. And it's basically, it's almost like a, a data uh, system in the back. And we talked about that, actually. Uh, I was at a YouTube seminar about two, three weeks ago. And it's uh, and it's strict, very, very crucial that they're trying to track the new videos and where they're played. Number one is because with the new moder- Music Modernization Act coming in, you're going to have to to make sure that the plays, when it gets played, it's in the public domain, that the songwriters and the publishers are getting paid for it. Okay. So when you do an exclusivity for 30 days, it does help the songwriters and the publishers you know, get counted for every spin and every play that they do. So for every play that they're getting on CMT, the songwriters, of course, Shenandoah is getting their performance rights, mm-hmm. uh, but the songwriters and the uh, and the publishers are also getting paid, which I think is wonderful. Well, kudos to Shenandoah. They're all over the southeast and really the whole country right now, touring right now. I give props to Sawyer Brown. I saw they were touring. A lot of these acts, Precious, are, are they may not have had a chart hit in 20 years, but they're still very involved and in getting big crowds across the country. Oh, yeah. I mean, you will all, I mean, Shenandoah, I mean, when you, uh, I don't know if you watched the uh, Women in Country Music, uh, you know, they were going to honor Loretta. She ended up being sick uh, about a week ago, two weeks ago on the TV. Uh, you know, the, there is a ghost in this house. Uh, it was just amazing with Allison Krauss and Kelsey Ballerini. And if that didn't bring Shenandoah to new heights, because they did it so, it was still a song, same tune, everything. Yeah. But I had, I had to break my brain for like two minutes. I'm like, who sang this song? Yeah. Because it was so opposite, which I always tell the kids when I judge talent competitions, don't sing Delta Dawn if you're a woman, <laughs> because <laughs> they're going to compare you to Tanya Tucker. Don't sing The Fire Run by George Strait. They're going to compare you to George Strait. If you're going to do, if you're a female and you want to do something different to bring the audience into you, do a male song. If you're a male, do a female song that could have been a male song. And so when I heard them singing, I looked it up. I'm like, Shenandoah. 
I feel like, dang, I could have had a V8. <laughs> but, uh, it was, I was so excited for Shenandoah, almost as, as much as I was for Kelsey and, uh, and uh, Allison, but I just loved it because, you know, they are one of the most, uh, as far as harmony goes and things like that, and just staying out there, they're, they're, they're not, you know, they're not slowing down a bit, yep. for sure. And I still hear two dozen roses on the radio in 2018 as much as I heard it back in the late eight, 1989 or 90, whenever that was out. And, of course, Church on the Cumberland Road, another big song by Marty Rabin and Shenandoah. I would love to play a Shenandoah song when we come back from the break, but unfortunately, we lost a country music hit maker last week. And when we come back, we'll play one of the best songs from this act and the lead singer of this group that we lost last week. That's after the break. You're listening to The Y'all Show, our country music spotlight with Precious Hair. At Ulta Beauty, the holidays are all about letting your inner glam shine through at every occasion. So whether you're getting ready to show them who's boss at the office party with pink and berry shades from Urban Decay's new Naked Cherry Palette, or you're getting ready for a mistletoe moment with colorful, kissable lip kits from brands like Tarte, ColourPop, and Anastasia, Ulta Beauty is here to help you shine brighter all season long, from Friendsgiving to New Year's Eve. Get ready to gift. Get ready to glam. Get ready to shine brighter. Only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. The natural habitat of a creepy doll is a horror movie. It can't help being creepy. It's that small, fixed smile and those never-closing eyes, always watching you, plotting, which you're imagining. It's mindless. But when the creepy doll hears that Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them easy access to emergency roadside service through an award-winning app, it knows you should switch. Because, yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. The only question is, how did the creepy doll move from the bedroom to the hallway? I would get out of the house. See you've married good And to know that he can give you All the things I never could But you know that he won't give me What I need most of all Well, the door is always open Wrapping up our Wednesday edition of the Y'all Show, taking a very much deserved break from political talk and news and sports to get on a subject that makes us all feel good, good old music. And they don't do music any better than in Nashville, Tennessee. And that song right there, a huge hit for Dave and Sugar. And unfortunately, last week, Dave Rowland, the lead singer of Dave and Sugar, died at the age of 74. Precious, what can you tell us about his passing? Well, first of all, I knew that he had gotten sick, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, just our little crew down on Music Row. But uh, but I used to work with Dave in the early 90s, him and Sugar. Uh, I was working for a publicity company, and I got to escort them to their one of their first or second CMA Fest when it was at the fairgrounds. 
and uh, he went through several sugars. <laughs> yeah. Were you one of his sugars at one point? <laughs> no, I was. No, I didn't want to sing. I didn't want to play guitar. I didn't want to play piano. I just wanted to do music business. So, no, but I sure enjoyed escorting them. But they were super, super nice, of course. And I got to work with Dave again when him and Razzie Bailey was doing some things together. And uh, But he always treated his fans super, super nice. Uh, I cannot tell you how how what a just a wonderful person he was when i heard that he was sick and then he was in critical condition i knew that uh it wasn't a good going to be a good outcome but i'm just so glad that i had wonderful memories of him you know in the early years uh when i got to work for him and sometimes he forget he was the artist and he would open the door for me i go no 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 artists go first open the door for you you know and he just couldn't comprehend that artists go first no matter who's behind you know if you're a male and you're always used to opening doors during certain events, special events, red carpets, someone opens the door for you because you are the act. You know, it's all about perception. But he was just super, super nice person. And it just I was I was very, very sad when I heard the news. Well, prior to David Sugar being formed in the mid 1970s, Dave Rowland was a backup in the J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet, who was touring with Elvis Presley at the time. So, you know, Rowland had quite a database of memories touring with the King. And then he got teamed up with Charlie Pride, and that's when the act David Sugar was formed as it was a combination of Dave and backup singers Jackie France and Vicki Heckman. And that was David Sugar in their first single, Queen of the Silver Dollar, written by Shel Silverstein. It broke into the top 25 of Billboard Magazine's country singles chart in 1976. The follow-up to that, The Door is Always Open, it went straight to number one on the country music charts. Not much success after that, but still some great songs from that late 1970s time period. Dave Rowland of Dave and Sugar, dead at the age of 74. He died back on November 1st. All right. Yes, he. Uh, if you look at his pictures, you'll see a TCB necklace on some of his publicity shots. Elvis actually gave him that. Really? That's awesome. Speaking yeah. of Speaking of the king... Fans of the King, Elvis Presley, have got a big treat coming just in time for Christmas. Elvis 68 Comeback Special 50th Anniversary is coming out on November 30th. What do you know about that, Precious? Well, number one, it's spectacular. Okay. Uh, it is a box set with five CDs. It's got some a lot of out, you know, it shows everything. If it's five takes, retakes, if it's five retakes, it's in there. Um, it's on two Blu-ray discs, uh, so you've got... You can't play it on a on a, like a you know a seat like a disc. You have to use a Blu-ray disc to play it, and it's got an eighty-page book with it, and it's newly mastered videos of Elvis' performance. Now, let me tell you, these are extremely high quality. So when you look at it, it looks like it's year two thousand eighteen. They've done an incredible job into redoing the new masters for the visual side of it. They should have technology the way it is. Um, now, it does also include all the recordings and rehearsals from the RCA vaults, too. So you're not only just getting a TV show, you're getting all the rehearsals, all the recordings, everything from the RCA vaults and the videotapes. Plus, they got a bunch of never-released interviews and outtakes that you're just going to love. Just love, love, love. I'm If you're Elvis Presley fan, I mean, you know, you know it's bad. When you walk into my office, and it does look like Pepto Bills Mall, and Elvis Presley had a baby because everything is pink. Yes, but one I I, uh, I will concur. Yes, you're absolutely right. 
<laughs> but it's fun. But I got all kinds, No, you know. no, no, it's not. <laughs> but if it works for you, that's great. It's got all the vintage posters from the 50s and the Louisiana Hayride. It's everything. But uh, uh, it was Mark Chestnut that walked into my office one day, and he said, hey, did they move Graceland to Nashville and no one told me? Because <laughs> it was full of it. Yeah, it was really full. We're talking with Precious Harris. She is the author of I Know Country with 366 daily country music question and answers. And it's available as a downloadable ebook from www.iknowcountry.com. Harris is a music journalist and a music career development consultant with the emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters. And she's got another book, The College of Songology 101, The Singer-Songwriter's Need-to-Know Reference Handbook, and you can check that out at collegeofsongology.com. And, of course, follow Precious Harris's blog at nashvillemusicline.com. Precious, man, we, we got a lot to say about you. And you're speechless. <laughs> <laughs> I was fixing it. I was trying not to laugh because everybody said, he has a funky laugh. But I don't have a funky laugh. I laugh the way I laugh. Yeah. But- you need, very much. you need to hire me when you get it inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. I, I can come up with a good little paragraph or two to promote you, for sure. Hey, well, see, the problem is, I, I'm not going to be old enough. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah, you've got it. Plus, I'm a germ, so, you know, they You're, don't do journalists, but... Uh, you said germ. Journalist or germ? Germ. What would you say? Journalist. Ah, okay. Well, well, they need to have... They need to add journalists, dadgummit. Uh, country music, look... I, I don't know if they put people like Bud Wendell into the Country Music Hall of Fame and stuff like that, but they should, and other pioneers from like WSM Radio, because if not for people that help create CMT and TNN and WSM Radio back in the 1920s, this music would have never evolved to be all over the world. So, hey, CMA or whoever, Country Music Hall of Fame, you need to change your rules. Yes, <laughs> you need to. I wish they would have a section for broadcaster, you know, Hall of Fame, you know, Country Music Hall of Fame, and, you know, and other ones. But like I said, you know, most of the journalists uh, retire. They don't, you know, they don't go on and go on and go on like Hazel Smith did, yeah. uh, you know. But one of my favorite journalists uh, that I would like to see in there is Bob Orman. He is one of the most kindest sincere people you will ever want to meet of course he writes for music row magazine and but he's just one of the most kind of sincere men ever and i just want to give him a shout out because he's always so so good to me and so cordial to me when i'm out at these functions and stuff just one of the very first people i met in town and i've sort of shadowed and watched what he does and how he treats people and things like that he's very honest brutally honest when it comes to reviewing music but he's also on the other side of the fence you know, being truthful and honest, sometimes you need that when you first move to town. Yeah. You know, and it does help put things in perspective, you know. So anyway, that's a shout out to that's Mr. Orman. Robert K. Orman is his name. And as she said, uh, a big influence. I remember when I moved to town in the mid-90s, he used to do a weekly radio show where he kind of debuted new songs on the radio. And it was always a, something you'd want to tune in and listen to because it's easy to just pull a record out of a box and play it, but he knew the story of the song. Oftentimes, he would have the artist there with him, and it was just a, a great deal. Only heard in Nashville. It was not a syndicated radio program. And speaking, yeah. of, speaking of DJs, the only reason I even went to Nashville, Precious, it wasn't because of you, although I'm glad you and I became friends 
the reason I moved to Nashville in 1993 was because of one of those journalists. I went to be the next Ralph Emery. That was my goal. Hell, it still is my goal. (laughs) (laughs) And I haven't got to meet and hang out with Ralph Emery like you've got to hang out with Bob Orman, except for one time when he asked for me to go get his car. He thought I was his valet, I guess. That was my my only Ralph Emery experience, but yeah. Well, that's because you used to dress so nice. If you didn't dress so nice, he wouldn't have recognized uh, I don't know, but uh, yes, that that Mr. Waverly, I think he's from Waverly or somewhere Tennessee, yeah. somewhere out yeah. in sort of middle West Tennessee area. Hello to all of our listeners of the Y'all Show in that part of the world. Hey, before we let you go, let's talk about Charlie Daniels. He is staying busy. What do you know about the man that beat the devil down in Georgia? <laughs> well... He was 82 years old last month, and of course, we always, Mike and my husband and I, used to go down to the Angelus lot before, you know, we the, the what? things got crazy. The Angelus, A-N-G-E-L-U-S. Charlie puts on a show each uh, fall winter down in Hudson, Florida for a school and a church and a home for severely, severely uh, uh, mentally uh, and physically uh uh, handicapped people and it's just I was just sitting here thinking about a church service that I was at one day uh, it will change your life forever if you ever go down there go to church with these kids a lot of them weren't supposed to live and they have and Charlie's one of his life's work is to keep this home going and I just love it and so he's always putting on the concert every year and to see him still going you know and doing what he's doing him and Miss Hazel are just A pluses um, I've seen him about, I guess it's a couple of three months ago. I think he was doing something at the Palm. And uh, he does raise his awareness for his military thing, you know, help our soldiers that's been hurt, and got, uh, you know, that's got issues and make sure they get taken care of. But he's got a new album and a new book. Yeah, his so, new book is called Let's All Make the Day Count, The Everyday Wisdom of Charlie Daniels. That sounds like something I need to pick up, Precious. Will you read that to me? Yes, I'll read it to you, but I'm telling you, you're going to love it. It's amazing. A friend of mine sent me a, a chapter or two to read that works for Charlie. Uh-huh. And yeah, it was wonderful. It's going to be, if you if you just love country music and you love to hear stories from someone who's lived them, it was definitely, uh, Charlie's like a very young, wise man, so to speak. Well, he's a he's an amazing guy, for just musically speaking. Let's, let's leave the, the, the incredible work he does from a faith standpoint. But musically, here's a guy that really cut his teeth in what we call Southern Rock. I mean, he's one of the icons of Southern Rock. Then he became this great country music singer in the 80s and had some great hits in the 90s, like Simple Man, still my theme song. And then he's done a bunch of gospel work during his time. So you're talking about a virtuoso in Charlie Daniels. Oh, yes. And I tell you, his biggest cheerleader and his constant companion is Miss Hazel, his wife. Mm-hmm. And she is lovely, always looks amazing, just beautiful. And he looks at her just like they did when they were first married. And they're the sweetest couple. And I was taken a couple of years ago, he got inducted in our NATD Gala Hall of Fame. And uh, people were taking pictures and stuff. And, and Miss Hazel was standing to the side. And I said, uh, I need the next picture. I need to make sure Miss Hazel's in the picture. And Charlie looked at me and winked, and he said, that's good. Come on, let's get in this picture. Come on, let's take a picture, Brenda. <laughs> I said, I'm not supposed to take pictures. He said, get in this picture. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> Charlie Daniels, and now that we had this big election this week, he truly was out on the conservative limb 
before you had the Sean Hannity's of the world. In the 1990s, when the Internet was first getting going, Charlie would put out a very conservative email or put it on his website, his thoughts about the country and everything else, and, and he really pushed some buttons there. And he did that long before what we know of as conservative media launched 10, 15 years ago. So kudos to him for being a visionary there. Hopefully he's still isn't holding back when it comes to political stuff. Well, he doesn't. If you're looking at his Instagram, uh, <laughs> it will tell you all you need to know. Okay. Yeah. Charlie Daniels, Mount Juliet, Tennessee. That's where he's still hanging out, right? All right. Well, Precious, we thank you very much for filing an incredible report from Music Row, Nashville, Tennessee. And we will look forward to chatting with you again next week, Miss Precious. Okay. Sounds good. I'll do it. Give you a little hit on what I know about. I hope I'll have some little insight on the red carpet oh. on, on Thursday, yeah, for the CMA Awards. That's awesome. That'll be next week, the CMA Awards. Well, that will wrap up our Y'all Show for today. Thank you very much for listening. Reminder, On Thursday's Y'all Show, Ryan Fowler from Tuscaloosa will be on to talk Alabama Crimson Tide football. You don't want to miss his discussion about the nation's number one football team. That's all on the Thursday, y'all. Y'all have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with a southern accent. This car I'm driving, I overpaid big time. It was such a mistake. I should have just gone to Carfax.com, but I went to some other site. They gave me a price range? Oh, they were way off. Son of a... Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report, so you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Wherever you are this giving season, there's no better way to say happy holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Or give a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars full of unforgettable pictures. So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY.